Hey, everybody. On today's Locked on Bama, we're going to talk about uh, Jimmy's predictions for the SEC next year. He's already put that out, um, and he's got some interesting picks. We'll talk about that. Oh, yeah, and Ajah Hall may finally be off the team, or is he not? We'll be talking about that more on today's Locked on Bama. Locked on Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? I'm doing fine. One of those uh, extremely hectic days. I think you're traveling, which makes it hectic, and you're like in a hotel in the Midwest, so I shouldn't complain, but uh, whew, busy day. I am just outside of Indianapolis, Indiana. I will be here tomorrow, too, uh, and then we'll just see where the the winds will take Luke Robinson after that. You, um, went, you went to Indianapolis in a sailboat? I did. It's just really, there's... There's nothing I can't do. Um, Jimmy, speaking of winds taking things places, I think that uh, Ajay Hall has caught the breeze and sailed right out of Tuscaloosa. It went just that smoothly. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, frankly, look, let me me go ahead and say this. We're not here to bash anybody at all. Um, And Ajay Hall, man, more power to you. I hope you go somewhere and kick butt and do your thing. And it would be great if you ended up with an Alvin Kamara-like resurgence, like a phoenix rising. That would be fantastic. But you know what? I don't see it happening until he has a major change in attitude. Um, Even when it was reported by a couple of reputable sources that, hey, Ajay Hall's not on the roster. And then he was actually not on the roster. Ajay Hall later came out and tweeted, hey, this is news to me. Um, If it is, then, I mean, things are worse than I thought. I mean, so anyway, Jimmy, look, I'm not saying good riddance. I won't say that because I am pulling for the kid. I want him to do well. I truly mean that. At the same time, I think this is addition by subtraction. Yeah, uh, at the time of our recording, I'm not sure how how to best phrase it. This is what we know. It's been reported by highly credible, reputable sources, citing sources from within the program that his removal from the roster was not a mistake or an omission. He was taken off the roster. That's what we know. Then Ajay tweeted that uh, this was all news to him. Uh, I think I'm being fair when I'm saying that the media in this instance is a more credible uh, uh, you know, we, we should believe what the media said, but only what they said. Uh, I don't recall any anyone saying specifically he's been kicked off the team. He's been ejected. All, all they reported was he's removed from the roster. Uh, I, I don't know what that means. To, to me, it means he's off the team. Maybe it means suspension, but we've suspended other kids in the past and not removed them from the roster. Uh, so I don't know what's up. I just think if you're this is the only thing that, that, that I would say from a guesstimate or, or, or an opinion is if you are holding a lot of Ajay Hall is going to do great things at Alabama stock, uh, you're going broke. You're yeah, broke. no, I'm right. I'm right there with you. That is that I think it's fair to say one way or the other, no matter if this is a mistake, which would be the most coincidental thing that has ever happened since, uh, 
what was that joke in the Sopranos when uh, it's so tired? It wasn't in the Sopranos, but I know Michael Imperiali, uh, Christopher said it. He said, could you believe Lou Gehrig got Lou Gehrig's disease? What are the odds? You know, I mean, that that's sort of like, can you believe Aja Hall is the one guy left off the roster? What are the odds? I mean, uh, and, and it's uh, it a terrible wasn't a joke. mistake. He yeah. was he was removed from the roster by athletic department officials uh, based on an order from the football program. Now, does that mean he's forever off the team or suspended? We don't know that. Uh, I, I'm just sort of ignoring Ajay's tweet because I, I, I'm not sure Ajay is super credible, if that makes <laughs> sense. So uh, I, I don't know what's happening. I just know this. Uh, if you're asking me who the starting receivers are this fall, I'm not including Ajay. Uh, for for just using today as an example of why I'm not. I just don't think we yeah. can count on him. Uh, you know it's things are bad when you aren't the most credible source on things involving you. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh my. Uh, and secondly, I think to your point, Triandus Luke has a better chance of reemerging <laughs> as the starter in the slot this year than than Ajay Hall being a starting wide receiver. Um and again, I'm not saying good riddance. I don't want anybody to think I'm saying that. I mean I'm sure it, it works out for him. Hope it works out for him. Hey and, uh, if it's somewhere I, else that's fine. You know what? I still like Alvin Kamara. I really do. And when he and, but I mean I also do say man I wish Alvin Kamara had stuck around. That would have been super mm -hmm. cool, right? But um at the time it it just couldn't happen. So all right Jimmy let's go ahead and um Tell everybody about Built Bar. I, I, look, I'm on the road. There's, no, I'm taking some Built Bars with me because there's, you know, when you go on the road and, and you're just prone to eat badly. I mean, that's just what I normally do. So I brought Built Bars with me to sort of satisfy me, and that's what they do. You can talk about Snickers all you want to. Built Bar actually satisfies and keeps you skinny. That's a positive thing, or helps you lose weight if that's the route you want to go. If you tried their puffs, they're fantastic. They're a fan favorite. They've got all these incredible flavors like cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. They're all so good. Go try them out. You're going to love them. Built Bars are all covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, even the puffs, 100% real chocolate. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15. Get 15% off of that order at Built.com. That's promo code LOCK15 at Built.com. These things are delicious, nutritious, and scrumptious. You will love them. Go check them out. Jimmy and I highly approve Built Bars. Jimmy, I was just uh, sort of perusing the in internets. And um, on the site that you and I have written for forever, Crimson Country Club, you put out your pre-spring SEC predictions, which, uh, first of all, is it, it's always a great sign because it means it's it's time to start talking football even more seriously. Uh, but we'll go over this in a second. One other thing uh, that I want to throw out there, I know Auburn's got their A-Day this weekend, which I, I'm looking forward to watching it. You know, just I, I like to watch SEC A uh, spring games, so I'm going to watch that one. I'm not sure who else has their – uh, spring games coming up, but uh, I'm glad to see they're sort of staggered. Michigan's already had theirs. Um, so anyway, let's go over your uh, East predictions. You have uh, no shocker. Actually, let's go the other way. I don't think there's going to be a shock in this whole list, actually. Uh, way to go. Way to be controversial. Um, <laughs> and it was kind of a rough draft. I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not married to this just yet. Well, one of, I did put it out, uh, out there to, to buddies. Uh, I was looking forward to feedback, hoping someone would change my mind, frankly. So, you know, if a listener uh, comments and wants to change my mind, I'm like, hey, someone, this is how I'm thinking. Somebody changed my mind is, is sort of my my thought process right now. 
All right, we're not going to spend a ton of time on the on the ones in the lower echelon, especially of the east, where Vandy, um, Vandy, uh, seven, Missouri, number six, Kentucky, number five, and South Kakalaki, number four. I think it's interesting, moderately interesting. You have South Carolina over Kentucky, but right. um, you know, hey, do what you want to there. Then you got Florida, number three. Uh, you say that that people are underestimating their talent level. I think they may be overestimating it. And then, of course, you have Tennessee two and Georgia one. Um, just wrap up the East really quickly because we're yeah. a Western Division podcast here. Right. To me, it's a non-controversial that Georgia's one. It's non-controversial to me that Missouri is six and Vanderbilt is seven. I think any sort of discussion has to do with how you order two through five, how you order Tennessee, Kentucky, South Carolina, and Florida. I think if you ask four people, you're going to get four different answers. Um, I, I'm real curious to know how everybody else uh, looks at those. Um, I, I have South Carolina higher than some because in my mind, they've improved the most in the offseason. They won seven games last year, won the bowl game, and then added Spencer Rattler, who, who, who for some reason has created some level of negativity about his game that I, I don't understand. As somebody watches a lot of quarterbacks, to me, Spencer Rattler is still – very possibly a first-round pick in the draft. Uh, you know, he, he hasn't gotten smaller with less of an arm and less of arm talent, and and, and, and what he did accomplish at Oklahoma is really impressive. Uh, the fact that he lost his job to another first-round pick uh, does, doesn't really mean anything to me. I just see South Carolina as, hey, they won seven and they improved. Kentucky lost Wandale Robinson. They lost their off, some offensive linemen, their offensive line coach, some defenders. Uh, to me, Kentucky's just law. I have a lot of confidence in Billy Napier. I think Napier's got enough for Napier to work with. That's what I mean by that Florida talent level. I don't think Florida has to have the second best team in the East to finish second because I think Napier is going to maximize their potential. And, of course, Tennessee, who I did put second primarily because of their offense and Hendon Hooker, but, uh, but they do have to answer questions on defense. They were really bad last year. And then, of course, Georgia won. Uh, what's funny about uh, Georgia, uh, they're, they're saying uh, Carson Beck is really tearing it up, and he may actually push Stetson Bennett for the starting role, which would be just kind of weird to me. I, I don't see that happening, but, um, man, that would be a story. I don't see it happening either, but I know this. When Carson Beck was in high school, he was either committed to Alabama or was close yeah. to committing to Alabama. I think he was committed to Alabama at one yeah, point. He was. Uh, I loved him. I, I thought in high. I thought his high school tape was outstanding, and I have been stunned that he hasn't been a thing at Georgia. So if the light is now coming on for him, I, I'm not surprised in the least. All right, Jimmy. Before we get into the West, just another recruiting nugget, uh, very quickly. Um, Tyler Steen, the transfer from Vandy, we fully expect him to commit to Alabama, maybe even by the time we get this cut and published, right? Uh, yeah, that could happen uh, today or tomorrow for Joseph Hastings. I uh, uh, had, had a, a special report last night on On3 that, that Steen could be close to making a public commitment. Uh, Hastings didn't say to Alabama, uh, but let's just say there's a lot of optimism there. Okay, and I think that's uh, big. We had one of our listeners – in the question segment or in the comment segment of the uh, po of the podcast on YouTube. I, is that what you call it on YouTube as a podcast deal? I don't know. doesn't matter. Um, they said, hey, very interested to know how the offensive line is coming along. And my answer to that would be 
let me tell you once we get Tyler Steen on board, and then I'll feel a lot more confident. I feel pretty good about it anyway, just because we're living in Nick Saban's Alabama. But um, with Tyler Steen on board, I would feel a, a lot better about this offensive line. Oh, absolutely. And, and uh, you know, don't get me wrong when I say I feel so much better about it. I'm not saying that, well, we've got the Evan Neal replacement. We found yeah. Evan Neal the sequel. It's not that. It's just that with Tyler Steen, we know what we're getting. We know that we're getting, at minimum, an adequate player. We know we have, and he's experienced and mature, and he's blocked some of these very guys he's going to be asked to block again, and he's done it successfully in the past. So we know what we're getting, and uh, and, and that's a more a, a bigger certainty than hoping that our young tackles uh, figure it out. So that, that's why I'd be like, wow, we, 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 we sort of have a known, look, look, Ekior's a known commodity. Cohen's a known commodity. Seth's a known commodity. Now you add Steen, he's a known commodity. Now you're just left with one spot and you hope one of the young tackles, probably JC Latham, uh, gets it and becomes a star player. He's certainly physically capable of that. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about the SCC West predictions and the overall national predictions. But right now, I need to tell you about Rock Auto. This episode is actually brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible to uh, for your local chain store to stock all the parts you need. They, they just don't have them. Why do you want to go there? Why endure the often pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX or a, a DX or a... Triple X, whatever, but the, the Honda Triple X would actually be something I'd, I'd be down for. Uh, and, and wait for the person behind the counter as they order the parts on their computer. They don't really know what they're doing. You want to go to a place that knows what it's all about when it comes to your car. And that place is Rock Auto. Save time and money when choosing Rock Auto. You, Why do you want to spend more, like 30% more, 50% more, 100% more? Go to Rock Auto. They will save you that money. It's a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every single customer. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution for your auto parts needs. Write Locked On in their How'd You Hear About Us box so they know you were sent by Luke and Jimmy. That's right, Locked On in that How'd You Hear About Us box. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, Rock Auto. All right, Jimmy, SEC West time. Um, and again, I, I, let's not really just go through – well, actually, going through the bottom feeders in this one actually could be fun. You have Auburn number seven. You right. say the, the least number of dudes in the West, and that means the least number of wins. I could not agree more. I, I think that um, – look, Auburn is, is always an enigma wrapped in a puzzle, right? So you mm. don't really know. And so picking them first or last is always very dangerous because they're going to do the opposite. Um, but this year, I think, man, nobody's been able to overtake T.J. Finley yet in the spring. That's a problem because T.J. Finley was not very good last year. Um, Tank Bigsby is a weapon, but um, the offensive line is far from uh, average, I would say. The defense is okay. They, they've got some players. I mean, I think Owen Papo, if he's healthy, is a really good player. Uh, but I don't know if they have any All-Americans on that list anymore. I mean, Roger McCreary's gone. So I've, I could certainly see Auburn and LSU battling for last place, which is crazy to say. Well, I mean, look where LSU finished last year. I mean, LSU finished dead last in the SEC West last year. It's not crazy to pick them last again. I mean, why, you, to, to not pick them last, you'd have to say LSU is hugely improved and everyone else regressed. 
And I, I don't think you could say that as to Auburn, you know, I'm not being an Alabama homer here and, and, and don't even compare them to Texas A&M or Georgia. I think it'd be fun to do this. Ask uh, an Arkansas uh, insider, someone who's really smart about what Arkansas has got on their roster. Ask them, how many guys do you want off Auburn? Look at Auburn's starting lineup. Who do you want out of their lineup to improve you? How many is Arkansas going to take? Five? Four? You might even say 10 or 11, but what would you have said three years ago? 17, 19? Um, Arkansas, Auburn just doesn't have the number of dudes that everyone else in the West has, including LSU. No, I'm, I'm right there with you, and I think that um... – you know, Auburn travels to Georgia. They travel to Alabama. But, and you know, on the surface, that you would think that's a bad thing. But I would say that actually may help them in the sense in the sense that they're going to lose those games if you play them on the moon. So Those would have been home losses. If, if your certain losses are on the road, that's something correct. to always look for. When you're, when you're looking at over-under and you want to make a wager on over-under win totals, yeah. look at that, people. Look at, hey, are your automatic losses – on the road because that means you have winnable home games yeah that's right and so that that's the schedule is not god awful if you take georgia and alabama out which is i mean you know that, that's tough to do but they do welcome penn state to auburn um penn state's going to be okay i don't think they're going to be uh fantastic i think they'll be pretty good they'll be better um, so than auburn but I they surprised. will but i was surprised at that game, game last year Big time it, it, it should be a night game. Um, Jordan Hare, you know, Auburn will be undefeated because they play two soup cans before that. Um, and then they, I think they welcome in LSU or, or something like that in Missouri. So they got five straight home games to open up. So I think, you know, they could start out ball of fire and then crash and burn like they did this year. That's, that's sort of exactly. my prediction. So exactly. um, it'll look a lot like last year, but probably yeah. worse in the sense that they almost beat Alabama. And and I think there's a good chance that game's not competitive this year. So you've got LSU at six, Ole Miss at five, and Mississippi State at four. I, right. I think if you threw Auburn in there, you could really mix all those four up. And if you told me you have Mississippi State last, I could buy it. If you told me you have LSU last, I could buy it. Whatever. I think all of those are sort of in the same boat. The next three, of course, Arkansas, A&M, and Bama, um, I would really be prone to flip Bama and and A and M if the game were at A and M again this year. I I probably wouldn't do it because number one, I'm a homer. Number two, um, I do think Alabama has the better talent. I, I think it's very tough to beat Nick Saban twice in a row. But um, I think that A and M is going to be really really good. The the problem is they do travel to Alabama. Um, and Alabama's look, their, their crossover games this year are going to be a, a much tougher game at Tennessee. It's much tougher than it's been being. And then Vanderbilt, that Alabama just got the look of the draw this year. So, I mean, kudos to them for getting that, but um, that's just the way it is. So I like that. And then you for nationally, or excuse me, you have Alabama beating Georgia and Atlanta, which I can certainly see that. Now, your playoff teams, and this is where I've got to take a lot of exception. Alabama gotcha. and Ohio, Alabama and Ohio State. I, I get it. I'm with you. It's going to be I'm universal. I think it's going to be universal. universal. Yeah. Agreed. And then Oregon and A&M. Now, right. look, I, I can certainly see A&M in the sense that I, if you if you really believe their only loss is to Alabama. Which is what I believe today. 
Okay, that makes some sense. I guess the one question would be quarterback. I know they right. uh, they get Haynes King back apparently, and he's supposed to be really good, but we don't know that he's really good yet. And they did lose at home to Mississippi State last year, a, a bad Mississippi State team. So, um, you know, I, I just don't know that they're there yet. They're so young. And then Oregon, man, I just pulled up Oregon's schedule. Let, let me tell you something. Uh, yeah. they, they open up at Georgia, by the way. Well, it's in Atlanta, but it's essentially at Georgia. That's a loss. Yeah, that's a and loss. then they, they've also – and, and they've got BYU at home. That That's no gimme. Tough, tough game. Um, they let's see. They they travel to Arizona, an Arizona team that'll be much improved, by the way, much improved. Um, they travel to Colorado, who's not all right. They're not great, but they're not awful. And and they welcome in Utah, who will be very tough and seasoned because they will have played Florida this year. By the way, that's yeah, I almost went Utah. I almost yeah. went Utah, not Oregon. I, it, it, it's not so much a product of the schedule yet, so much as it was. Look, I had to pick. I don't think it's going to be Notre Dame. They're, they're, they play Ohio State, I think, and they'll lose that game, and that'll kind of put them out. I think people will be I think people will be Notre Dame doubters if they lose to yes. Ohio State. So that means I, for my fourth team, I was really confident about A&M finishing 11-1. To me, they're sort of like the third team. The fourth team to me was who am I going to pick, the winner of the Pac-12, the winner of the Big 12, or the winner of the ACC? And, and I picked Oregon because I like them a centimeter more than I like Utah, a centimeter more than I like Oklahoma State or Oklahoma, and a what centimeter more than I, who? USC. USC. Their schedule's pretty easy. Really? Uh, they yeah. play Notre Dame. I mean, I could see them losing to Notre Dame. Um, well, I, I'm not. I, I agree that USC could be a thing. I, I agree, and I, and I think Caleb Williams is likely to be their quarterback, and that's a plus. And I do think Lincoln Riley's a good coach. Uh, yeah, that uh, I, I would agree they're in the mix. But Oregon, USC, Utah, Clemson, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, I have a hard time distinguishing between any of those teams. I'm just going to run down USC's schedule really quickly. This is locked sure. on Bama, but because this yeah. figures into the playoffs. First of all, they, they have a, they've got a nice quarterback coming in. Right. <laughs> Caleb Williams, right? Right. They're, yeah. they're, they're not. Their schedule is Rice, Stanford, Fresno State, Oregon State, Arizona State, Washington State, Utah. Now, that's at Utah, but at Arizona, California, Colorado, Notre Dame is at USC to end the season and at UCLA. So, and then, of course, the assuming the, the Pac-12 yeah. championship. They got to beat Utah would, and Notre Dame. Utah and Notre okay. Dame. I'm not saying they lose both, but those will be challenges for sure. And to, but to say saying, nothing of a Pac-12 championship game against – presumably Oregon. But the, the the tiebreaker for me would be Oregon um, is probably going to go with that Thompson kid who's, at least it looks like it, Bo Nix is running second according to the reports right now. Right. Um, but even if they this go is my understanding Nix, about that, by the way, I'm not saying Bo Nix is second and he's not going to be the quarterback or, the, or that he's – I don't know what's going to happen with the Oregon quarterback, but I asked around about why is Ty, is Ty Thompson beating out Bo Nix? And the answer – that I'm getting from Oregon insiders is that Ty was on the team at Oregon last year. Bo's going to have to beat him out. Bo's okay. the new guy. Bo's the new guy. Ty is returning. So Bo has to beat him out. That, that's I, I know that not everybody gets this, but that's hard to do during the week of practice. Beating yeah. out someone that's ahead of you generally takes place in scrimmages or games. You know, you don't, 
boy, Bo had a much better practice than Ty Thompson. He's number one now. That That's not really how practice works. And, boy, if you want to see um, some, some people get fired up, uh, Bo Nix at Oregon taking on Alabama in the playoff would be a – that's a storyline and a half. So I dig that a little bit more than a USC-Alabama storyline. But, anyway, Jimmy, that's going to do it for today's podcast. We will be back tomorrow with more information, probably some, maybe a commitment of a transfer, something like that. Who knows? We'll be talking about it here on right, Locked on Bob. We'll throw in we'll throw in a free fun blurb. Uh, hearing uh, hearing uh, through uh, through source sources indicate we are in good shape with Mark Sears, the point guard from Ohio University, who has an impressive offer list. But we're in good shape. I like that a lot. All right, buddy. Roll time. Roll tight.